Hey, if you haven't already, be sure to head over to tinyleaps.today. That's tinyleaps.today. When you do, you're going to get a chance to claim your free guide to crushing it in 2018. This is going to help you set better resolutions that you can actually have a shot at accomplishing. So head over to tinyleaps.today right now, and I'll see you there. In this episode, I talk about three side hustles you can start right now. If you've ever wanted to make extra money, listen up, because you are now listening to Tiny Leaps, Big Changes. Another episode of Tiny Lease Big Changes, where I share simple strategies you can use to get more out of your life. My name is Greg Clunas, and in this episode, I want to talk about three side hustles you can start today. Three side hustles you can start from home right now to make extra money or just generally accomplish more of the things you want. Have a little bit more control over your income, uh, whatever it might be. Pay off a, a credit card bill. You know, stuff. Stuff that money can allow you to do. And these three side hustles, uh, if you choose one of them and execute on it, you'll have a pretty good shot of being able to accomplish that thing that you want to do with that extra money. Uh, and, and the good thing is that it's really not that difficult. Uh, I quite honestly believe that everyone should have a side hustle, whether it's something they're passionate about or just something they're doing for some extra cash. Everyone should have a side hustle because, one, it's ridiculously easy with the power of the Internet. It's it's just so simple to get started nowadays. But two, it's also like, I don't know, it's just incredibly practical. It's, it's something that enables you to have a little bit more negotiating power. It's something that enables you to not be uh, at risk if your job decides to let people go or if the economy goes down or whatever it might be. It, it just sort of makes things a whole lot more manageable. Uh, so I, I do think everyone should have some kind of a side hustle, uh, one that generates some kind of cash to work with, because, of course, cash enables you to uh, take advantage of other opportunities and do other things. Um, but I think the struggle that many of us face is simply that we uh, we don't know what to start and we don't know how to start it. Um, and so in this episode, I'm going to share three side hustles that you can start today and be making extra cash uh, by the end of this month, uh, probably sooner. Uh, and I'm going to talk about how you can get started on them. So let's jump into that. But first, let me just remind you to uh, click that subscribe button if you have not already. It's super important for the ranking of this show, but also important to make sure you never miss an episode. So make sure you click that. Um, Okay, so three side hustles. The first, and this is the one that I think is probably the easiest to, or second easiest to get into, um, but definitely high demand, is to become a virtual assistant. So a virtual assistant is exactly what the name implies. It is an assistant that works virtually. Uh, that, that's it. Uh, but a lot of businesses want this type of work. A lot of businesses want to bring on additional help for more administra- administrative and organizational tasks without the overhead of bringing in an actual assistant or without 
the uh, overhead of paying a set salary or, you know, all of the issues that come up when you have to hire a brand new person from scratch to a full time position. Um, and, and so because of the power of the Internet, virtual assistants became a thing. It became a, a real uh, career, quite honestly, that I know a lot of people who only make their money as virtual assistants to multiple different companies and individuals. And so this is a real thing that you can do pretty quickly and, and pretty easily. All you need to do is um, basically just decide, OK, I'm going to become a virtual assistant. I'm going to uh, start helping out businesses with some of their administrative and organizational things. And then from there, find those companies that are, are looking for that and pitch them in the same way that you would ask for any job. The difference is you'd be getting paid per client rather than via salary. And and so you get a little bit more control in terms of who you take on and you get a little bit more uh, flexibility around when you work and, and where you work. Um, and, and so some of the easiest ways to find uh, virtual assistant positions is to go to websites like Upwork. Upwork.com uh, is a place that uh, companies and entrepreneurs go to list open jobs, things that they need help with short term or long term. And um, they basically just create a bidding structure for you to try and win that contract. And uh, it takes a little bit of work, takes a little bit of effort to continually get stuff coming from it, especially in the beginning when you have no portfolio. But uh, it, it does work. I mean, I know people who've started entire businesses by first starting on Upwork. They they decided, okay, they're going to start here because it's easy to do in addition to their full-time job. Eventually, the income they were making there allowed them to build out some more resources and start getting clients outside of that. And that, that started the process. So head over to Upwork.com. Uh, and, and if not that, there's a million and a half freelancer and job board sites. So just do a search for virtual assistant job board or virtual assistant uh, freelance site. And, and you should be able to find some really good uh, places to to find that that's uh, kind of work. Uh, the second piece of or rather the second side hustle that I think uh, people can get into pretty quickly and pretty easily. Um, this one is actually the easiest, I think, is to take the, the things, the skills that you're doing at your current job and simply do them outside of work. Uh, now, this, like I said, is the easiest because there's no transition required. There's no extra skill that needs to be gained. The problem is that sometimes some employers aren't okay with this. And, and so you really kind of have to make sure you either watch your back or uh, have the conversation first. Um, some employers kind of view it as uh, you becoming a competitor. And and so if you've signed a non-compete or, or whatever it might be, then this might be an, a concern. But if not, then it's absolutely 100% something you can do. And uh, one potential way to get around it, if you have an, an issue is simply to offer the same service, but to a completely different industry. And so that way it's not, uh, you're not competing with the company you work for. You're just sort of offering your skill set somewhere else. Uh, so how this works, let's say you are a graphic designer. Um, that is a pretty valuable skill that uh, many companies need. You're already doing it your full-time job. You potentially have a portfolio that helped you land that job or potentially you can use some of the work from that job as a part of your portfolio. 
And uh, all you need to do in that case is find other companies that are looking for uh, freelance graphic designers and offer them your services and figure out what to price and so on and so forth. But it's easier to build because everything you're doing is about you being a graphic designer. Everything you're doing is about you playing this role that you already play. So you don't have to switch roles into something else. You just sort of continue working at the end of the day. And um, you can find those jobs in the same way that you find the virtual assistant position, Uh, just going to freelance marketplaces. And uh, here's another pro tip, uh, Facebook groups, Facebook communities that have entrepreneurs and small business owners in them are a fantastic place to get clients. Like it is, it's incredible how quickly and easily you can land client work by going into Facebook groups. I might actually uh, put together some kind of like coaching or something and, and help somebody do that from scratch and, and show that process because it's it really blows my mind how quickly uh, that can happen. So if that's something you're interested in, reach out to me on Twitter or Instagram. Let me know uh, at Greg Clunas or if you're in a Facebook group, reach out to me there. Uh, but yeah, so using freelance marketplaces like Upwork, using Facebook communities and using uh, local events in your area is a fantastic way to start that process of becoming a freelancer. Uh, it's the local events one, not so much for the virtual assistant, but uh, definitely, definitely valuable uh, for being a freelancer. And if your your job is okay with it, if your boss is okay with you doing it, you might ask them as well. Uh, I've definitely had scenarios in the past where uh, my boss recommended me, not through the company because it wasn't a service we were offering, uh, but my boss recommended me to one of their friends and, and I got freelance work as a result of it. So that can definitely be a move as well. Now, in a second, we're going to talk about the third method, uh, the thing that I think is the most interesting, um, but has a little bit of risk attached to it, but can also be a lot of fun. Uh, So stick around for that. Uh, We're going to chat about that in a second. Support for this episode comes from Love Pop. Now, if you're like me, you hadn't heard of Love Pop until just now. But let me tell you guys, this is the coolest thing I've found this year. Like, especially now for the holiday season, it is just incredible. So Love Pop are these really cool holiday cards. And uh, what happens, you you get this card, it has a nice picture on the front, you open it up, and then there's like an entire world in it. And what I mean is uh, there's like all these like origami foldings that uh, when, as you open it up, it reveals a scene or a, a, a Christmas tree or a reindeer or, or a little village, which are the three I got. And they're just gorgeous. They're like intricate details and and they as the name suggests they pop out they they really stand out um and and i haven't had a chance to send them to my family yet i plan on sending to my family and to rachel's family but i i'm I'm just getting so excited thinking about you know them getting the card and opening it up and my my little nephew he's three looking at it and uh just losing his mind because there's a little uh you know christmas tree popping out of of this card uh so I'm I'm super excited about them. And for good reason, quite honestly, because Love Pops are more than cards. They are they're like unforgettable gifts that you can send in an envelope. Like it's it's not just a card, it's a gift. It's something that when you pull it out, when you open it up, it's just going to pop out at you and and just you know, 
it it has this like it's designed to surprise and delight it just has this uh feeling that that comes with it like this little tiny little bit of joy that comes when you open it up uh and and so i'm super super excited to send it to my family i'm super excited to send it to some of my friends as well each one is laser cut hand assembled and designed to like i said before surprise and delight that's what they do and the purpose the purpose of every love pop is to create a moment of connection between you and the people you care about just imagine it you are at home uh, you get a Christmas card from somebody who cares about you, and it's nice. You know, you have a Christmas card. They thought about you. Th- that's great. Then you open it up, and there's this little scene in it, and it's, like, intricately folded, and, like, it just takes it to the next level, you know? It feels like this person really put a lot of thought into you and, and thought into sending you this thing that they knew would would uh, leave you feeling happy and, and put a smile on your face. Um, so, listen, I hope that uh, Love Pop can help you share the joy of the holiday season with your friends and family this year. It's definitely going to be helping me. I've got three of them I plan on sending out, and it's going to be a blast to get those text messages and phone calls once they open them up. And and so that's why I uh, partnered with Love Pop to get you special pricing for five or more cards and free shipping on any order. And all you have to do is go to lovepop.com slash tiny leaps. That's lovepop.com slash tiny leaps. Head over there and you'll be able to claim your special pricing on five or more cards. Listen, you are not going to want to miss this deal. This is such a cool card to send to your family and friends. So head over to lovepop.com slash tiny leaps. Okay, so the third uh, side hustle that you can start. The third thing you can do is um, to, it, it's called retail arbitrage. And I may have mentioned it on this show before, but I, I don't think I've gone into much detail because it's something I'm still testing out, but I do uh, know people that make all of their income doing this. And it's fairly easy to get into, difficult to master. So definitely a good side income for those of you who are interested in it and, and are just curious by it. But certainly not easy to uh, create a long-term income and full-time income out of. Uh, that's going to be a little bit more challenging. So let's let's break it down. Retail arbitrage is well, arbitrage is the uh, price differences essentially. So if I buy something at X price and then the value increases of that product and I can resell it at a higher price, that is an arbitrage, and the amount of money I make uh, on that based on the difference between the price I sold it at and the price it was worth when I bought it, uh, is is an arbitrage. So uh, retail arbitrage is exactly what it sounds like. It's buying products uh, from retail that is marked down for some reason and reselling them at full price. And it works because of the internet. Like This is one of those things that... Uh, is effective because the internet exists. And, and here's what I mean. Uh, not every single part of... So let's say you're looking at Target. Target doesn't have the same sales in every single part of the country. As a result, you might have something marked down that's not marked down uh, in another state and or even in another county, to be honest. And, and so you get a discount on it. You get to buy it at a cheaper price. But then because somebody can buy it from you via the internet... 
it enables you to get them a slight discount or full price. They get to save time going to the store and maybe they get a little bit of a discount and you make a profit on it. And it's just one of those things that like it's incredible and it only exists because the Internet exists. It only exists because so many people are willing to shop online. Um, and, and so getting started with this is actually pretty simple. I do a quick Google search on uh, retail arbitrage or rather go to YouTube, do a quick search on retail arbitrage. There are a million and a half uh, videos about it and tutorials on getting started. Uh, there are some apps that that will help you with the process. But the basic idea is to go to a store that you know are having sales, which there are tons of right now. Uh, go and find a product that is on sale. Make sure that you can get a full sale, a full price uh, or rather make sure you can sell it at a full price. And you can do this by going to Amazon and just checking what the pricing is on Amazon. And then if you can find a profit by that product listed on Amazon, listed on eBay, listed on uh, a million other sites and get it sold. And, and that's it. If you can accomplish that, it's it's a pretty straightforward way of making money and it works like it really truly works. Um, I'm actually going to do a much larger episode just sort of detailing my experience with it because it's something I'm experimenting with and uh, learning about because I really think it's practical and I'm all about practicality. As you guys know, Uh, I think it's a practical way for most people to make a little bit of extra money. Uh, So I'm testing it out and I'll report back on that, but I highly recommend doing your research on it uh, yourself as well. So I hope that one of these three approaches, one of these three side hustles uh, resonated with you. If not, there are a million and a half more. So, you know, just do your research, find something. But like I said, everyone should have a side hustle. It gives you so much more uh, freedom and power. Even if you never plan on leaving your job, even if you have no interest in being an entrepreneur, in today's world, having a side hustle is what creates leverage. It's what allows you to get promotions and and negotiate for higher salaries because you don't have to have as much fear around losing your job. You don't have to have as much fear around being a little bit pushy and, and going for what you want. You don't have to play it as safe because you'll have another source of income. And that is a huge, huge thing. And it's only now possible in the last roughly 17 years, really more like 10 years. Um, So with that said, thank you so much for listening. Be sure to subscribe if you have not already. Uh, Be sure to head over to tinyleaps.today to claim your free guide to crushing it in 2018. Uh, Thank you again for listening. I've been Greg Clunas. And remember that all big changes come from the tiny leaps you take every day. 